Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. What a blessing this has been. Uh, just an unforeseen blessing, man. You, you, you know, you never know. Can I tell you the truth? You know, when I first got into radio, a lot of my uh, friends and associates, uh, they started spreading the rumor that, you know, Steve Dunn, he out. You know, he, he ain't on TV. He, you know, he ain't trying to do movies out here. He done fell off. He a DJ. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, word get back because eventually somebody going to say, yeah, so-and-so said you wasn't doing good. You all right? You know, I've never felt like I wasn't all right. But that's that's other people. But what they didn't know and what I didn't really, really know, I was hoping, I felt comfortable about it, but what they did not know was God's plan for me. What they did not know that what God was going to do for me. What they didn't know was how God was going to show out for me. And so it's turned into this. I don't, I don't rub it in anybody's face. I don't say, hey, you see me now, but it just makes me understand a little bit more. It really ain't man, it's God. It's you and God. It's just you and God. So here's the deal today. I want I wanted to kind of go over something. People ask me all the time, they say, Steve, how do you do all the things you do in the course of a day? You do this, you do this, you do this, and you do this. Okay? Are you ready? Here's the secret. Here's the secret. This is this I'm not this is not fooling around or nothing. Here is the thing. I care about every minute of the day. I actually allocate every minute of the day. I have a plan that I I'm, I recognize the night before, the week before, the month before, the year before, the two year before. I got something I want to accomplish in three years, in five years, in ten years. I talk about it all the time. But I but when you break it down, like I always say, inch by inch, anything's a cinch. I got it broken down to what's gonna happen tomorrow. And I've even got it broken down to what's going to happen every hour that I'm awake. And then I break that even down a little bit further. I care about every minute of the day. 
Okay, Steve, how can you care about every minute today? Okay, here's the deal. Some people have it locked in their mind that I'm going to get up, I'm going to go to work, and when I get off work, soon as I get off work, I'm going to go to happy hour, I'm going to stop by the bar, I'm going to go by the club, I'm going to go get a beer, I'm going to do one, I'm going to chill. Okay, now let me ask you something. If you are not where you want to be in life, why are you chilling all the time, every day? Is that necessary? Is, 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 is that going to get you where you want to be any faster or does it move you any closer? And the answer is just flat out no. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's say you have a trip that you're going to take. Let's say you in New York and you want to go to California. I don't know exactly how many miles that is, two, 3,000 miles, something like that. Uh, I don't know how many days that actually take you, but I think three days, four tops of steady driving, you know, rest, you know, where you got to, but you can be there in three days if you drive. Why would you have a goal to go to New York from New York to L.A., realizing how many miles it is? Somebody done told you. Because, see, whatever you're trying to be, somebody done been that before you. Now, if somebody told you how many miles it was to there, and why would you get off on all the rest stops? Why would you get off to have ice cream every time you see the ice cream? Why would you get off at the food center every time you saw food center? Why would you get off for gas every time you saw the gas sign? You don't need gas every time you see the gas sign. You ain't got to have an ice cream sign just because they put it out there. And you ain't got to stop at the fast food restaurant just because it's at the next exit, two exits down, and the billboard is attractive to you. If you're going somewhere, why don't you go ahead and get there? See, too many times, man, people want to stop at the rest area, enjoy the sights, look at the scenery. Now, I'm not saying you're not supposed to enjoy life as you go along, but if you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? See, you, you, you cannot, you cannot keep playing all the time and expect to see the results. You've got to get committed to what you want. Look, man, this life will be whatever you want to make it to be. You know, if you don't have nothing, you look around and you ain't got nothing. Hey, man, it really ain't nobody's fault now. But if you're not where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting all the time. You don't need to chill every day. Be about your business, man. Have a sense of urgency about yourself, your future, your legacy, your children, the people that's responsible, the, the, uh, you know, the people you're responsible for. You've got to develop a sense of urgency here. You just cannot, I repeat, you cannot just lollygag your way through life and then look up now you 40, 50, 60, and you ain't got nothing. And you're sitting up here going, wow, man. But look back at your life and all the years you toasted. I mean, you cooked some years doing nothing. Oh, man, how many times, man, have we done this to ourselves? Because I did it to me. We spent all of my, I spent all of my 30s making up for my 20s. I spent all 
I spent <laughs> 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. I spent all 10 of them years making up for my 20s, dropping out of college. Well, not dropping out, flunking out of college, the failed uh, carpet cleaning business, the insurance failures, the the restaurant, the the, the carpet cleaning company, the, the, the stint at Ford, the stint at Lincoln Electric, General Electric. Oh, man, I was just beating myself up. Got to go to the club, Quarter Century Club to open up down there on Cedar. Vail's Party Center was open. I had to be at all of them. I had to be at Spats. Had to be at Spats, man. I'm out here gambling, man, out of Thistledown Racetrack. I'm just out here just hopping and hustling, man, just blowing my 20s. I spent all my 30s making up for that. Man, if I only knew then what I know now, how many times you done said that? If you ain't where you, if, you, if you're not where you trying to get to, why don't you go on and get there? Stop stopping at all the rest areas. Stop stopping at all the gas stations. Don't no car burn that much gas where every time you see a gas station, you got to pull in. Come on, man. Put your head down. Bow your head and grind. Now people say, well, what about sleep? Okay, let's 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 quickly cover this right here. For people who care very deeply about sleep, you're not going to be successful. Sleep cannot mean more than being awake. When you sleep, man, well, what about your rest? Get your rest. I'm not saying you're not supposed to rest, but you ain't got to sleep eight hours a day. You ain't got to sleep 10 hours a day. You ain't got to be in bed at 10 and up at 8. You ain't got to do that, man. Your body don't need 10 hours sleep. Your body really don't need 8 hours sleep. Quiet as it's kept. Let me let me tell you the truth. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? You ain't going to get that sleep. I don't care what people tell you. Look, man, okay, you can talk to a bunch of non-successful people if you want to. They got a whole lot of rules for you that don't make no sense. You know, got to have a plan B. Who told you that? You know, certainly you got to have eight to 10 hours sleep. Okay. Look at what they have. Now listen to them. If they have what you want to have, listen to them. If your boss is in the car that you want, follow your boss home one day. If he's in the car you've always dreamed of being in, if he pulls up at the house you've always dreamed of owning, then that's where you need to be. But guess what? He not going to hire you over him. He not going to let you have his job. So wouldn't you think that position available? But if that ain't the car you always dreamed of having, and that ain't the car, and that, excuse me, and that ain't the house you want to pull up in for the rest of your life, you got to move on, man. You got to get to where you're going. If you ain't where you want to be, why don't you go on and get there? Stop resting and chilling, man, and con- concentrate on grinding. Quit caring about sleep so much. And just get yourself some rest and then get back up and get at it. That's how you get it, folks. If you got another way, please email me. SteveHarvey.com. The email bag is open. I'm always interested in here. Another way where I can slow it down. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Eighteen minutes after the hour, welcome to the ride, y'all. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. I have an announcement. The show is back. 
the show is back. What do you mean? And coming up short. No, we're going back on track what we used to do. Oh. I ain't taking no more phone calls. I don't care how you feel about me no more. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, make the necessary adjustments because I have. God has blessed me. I'm moving forward. I'm going on. Everybody that loved me, thank you. Everybody prayed for me, thank me. Everybody understand, thank you. Everybody that supports my family, speaks up on my behalf, thank you. I, I have learned something. Hate is loud, but love is stronger. That's all I've come. I have learned that lesson well. And right. so thank you for the love. Well, let's move on, then. I like it. Thank you. I'm yeah, done. let's go. What's let's up? Have How y'all fun? feeling today? Oh, good. <laughs> I'm finna just do ignorant today. It's the 1st of February, right? Very short month. And uh, next week, we're going to be launching the new show. Oh, okay. All new show. Black History Month, Steve. It used to be a week. Now it's a month. Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, it's a month. We're a lot of be people, doing, young um, people didn't know that. They were like, that, what? That it used to be a week. We only had a week to celebrate black history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carter G. Wilson. So in light of uh, Black History Month, we're going to be doing, uh, because there's so much on TV to get, you know, we'll, we'll do some serious stuff too, but we're going to be doing little known uh, black history facts <laughs> okay. on our show, stuff that you did not know. Oh, yeah, we're getting back mm-hmm. to the real show now, then. Thank we you, do baby. that. <laughs> back in the saddle. Get ready to shake your head. And yeah. All at the same time. <laughs> like, like back <laughs> in the saddle of things. Because yeah. that's what we do. Yes. Keep it stupid. My biggest oh, my black goodness. history fact of all was hidden figures. That was mind-blowing to me. Yeah. About Not those. hidden anymore. Yes. yes. That you got was, me on that one. Really? I was so upset. I'm sure there's some more out there we don't know about, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great movie, though. Yep. We're going to drop y'all a jewel this morning on mm-hmm. That's right. know, little known black history facts y'all don't know nothing about. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always like, uh, look forward to, to hearing those. Okay. Mm-hmm. You do, Shirley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just as silly as they are. <laughs> It's the highlight of my morning <laughs> in the month of February. Bring it, huh? I'm myself going, really? You're kidding. I didn't so know that. <laughs> Steve, you're not jet lag. You're getting your groove back. You're back from the Philippines. No, nah, I don't really schedule. do jet lag. I don't really do that. Mm. You sound lighter, though. You do. No, nah, I mean, you know, I just don't adhere to jet lag. I don't have time for that. Well, people with private jets don't have that problem. I remember uh, a while ago you said when you go to to a different country and their time zone is different, you just make the necessary adjustments and keep it moving. I'm just going to do it. It's it's daytime now. Uh (laughs) (laughs) But you lost a day. Yeah, I lost a whole day. I left Thursday. I just woke up. It was Saturday. I'll be damned. What happened to my Friday? I had a short weekend. (laughs) I had a short weekend. Mm -hmm. Then, well, you know, like I said, you know, we actually taped uh, Miss Universe Monday morning in the Philippines. Uh It was Monday morning at 8 o'clock. The girls had to be there at 3.30 for makeup, hair, all that. But it aired here Sunday Sunday night. night. Yeah, at 7, I think. Yeah, 7 p.m. Right. But we were, like, doing it at 8. That's so crazy. And it was live. It was crazy. Them girls had to be there at 3.30 in the morning. Woo! Miss Curacao, man, I felt so sorry for her. She was walking out. 
And I stopped her. Beautiful girl, tall, Lord have mercy. Gorgeous. And she was just crying. I said, hold on. I said, what you doing? And she just sobbing, crying. I said, no, no, no. Come back in here. So I took her back in the dressing room where all the girls sit. And I sat her down. She was the last one leaving. She was pulling her luggage. She was struggling. So I got my assistant. I said, hey, man, come here. Carry her bags for her. She was struggling, trying to get it over them humps and just crying. I said, sit down. And she said, she was so hurt. I said, you can't cry because you didn't win. I said, look, you got to look at the upside. I said, you can't cry. She said, I'm not crying because I lost. I'm crying because my country was counting on me. See, last year, Miss Curacao got in the top 10, Uh and they thought Uh this girl right here could win it for them. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. wanted her to win it for the country so bad, and she said, I've let so many people down. Oh, what a heavy. And she was just crying. I got got some tissues, and I sat with her. I said, Mm -hmm. listen to me. How old are you? She's 21. I said, I got a daughter 20 years old. I said, listen to me. You can't take the weight of this country on your shoulders. (laughs) I said, that's not, It's. I said, you're being judged. It's a subjective judging. Yes. This wasn't a math quiz or who got to, who know the answers fast. This wasn't Jeopardy. Mm-mm. This was just, oh, we pick you, we pick her, we picked her. It's 80, 86 women out here. I said, come on now. So she got to listening to me and then, you know, I told her some stuff about losing and all, how many times I done lost and you got to pick her. So she got herself together. She stopped crying. I said, don't don't get on that bus. Let these girls see you crying like that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of girls crying, but, you know, mm-hmm. I couldn't, you know, I, I, I stopped that one girl, man. She was just heartbroken. I, I'm really, I want to write a letter mm-hmm. to the tourism board of Curacao and let them know how really great of a person this girl was mm-hmm. because she was so hurt because she wanted something for her small island. Mm-hmm. Man, it was crazy, man, and uh, wow. I just felt really, really badly for her. Why don't you write a letter to the tourism of Col- uh, Columbia last year? You didn't do that because <laughs> they burned it. Uh, because they don't give a damn. Man, they'll kill me over there, man. That's one place that the pageant can never go is to Columbia. Well, the pageant sit- can go, you just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Hey, well, I could. Well, let me go on and just say this for you: I am the pageant. All right. All right, now. All right. Well, then, you better now, pop your collar. You know, go on and pop a collar, say what it is, what it is, because the ratings ain't never been this high before. <laughs> right. You and last night before. was soaring. Mm-hmm. On, on Sunday? Sunday, Sunday night. night. Sunday night, Boy, yeah. Whatever night that was, I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know what the hell today is. What is today? Today Friday. Uh, today's Wednesday, sir. All right, when we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, Steve, something funny uh, coming up next. We'll, it is the first day of Black History Month, and uh, Steve's little-known Black History oh, yeah. Month fact. Tommy, okay. Tommy, go. All right. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after the hour, we back. When we come back... This will be our first. Now, these are comedic moments, folks. So we're not taking a shot at Black History Month. So if you're politically correct, this segment ain't for you. These are little <laughs> known it, facts. Steve. You're tired yeah, of it. Oh, man. <laughs> Miss Lee with that. Yes. Oh, do we have to do Damn a disclaimer jokes. every time we do something? No, nah, man, I'm tired of this here. But, you know, if I say something about this group of people, you got a problem with that. I say something about that group, you got a problem with that. Man, you know, man, like Dr. Phil told me, he wrote me a letter. He said, man, I'm so sick of people everywhere trying to find a reason to get their feelings hurt. 
Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Dr. Phil said ain't nothing but a bunch of people trying to find something to get their feelings hurt about it. So, ah, whatever it is, man, we doing these damn jokes when we come back. Little known facts of black history. <laughs> oh, boy. And you're black, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's a fact. <laughs> I just want to spend a little All right, here we go. We back. We back. Uh, Tommy, you're going to do our first little-known black history moment. All right, Unc. Here it is. This is, uh, it was at the MLK Park in Memphis. Uh, Eula Jean Wilcox and Bernadine Wilcox, uh, mm-hmm. supposed to be sisters, but now at the reunion found out that they daddy, Jerome Wilcox, yeah. mm-hmm. is not Bernadine's daddy. <gasps> but Kevin Bernard Wilcox mm-hmm. is, which is Jerome's mm-hmm. cousin. <laughs> All right, now what the problem is Eulogene Wilcox told Bernadine, I knew you wasn't my damn sister. Uh-huh. Bernadine's feelings was hurt, and this is how uh, Ancestry.com got started. Because <laughs> she was going through this. Come on. <laughs> Boy, that's funny. <laughs> This is how Ancestry.com that got yeah. started. Oh, yeah, that's how it was founded so right there, dog. Mm-hmm. Bernadine was, was hurt and crushed because mm-hmm. she thought Jerome was her daddy. So Ancestry.com was created by Eulogene and Bernadine Wilcox. <laughs> Another fascinating black history moment. That's amazing, man. We're that's gonna have them all, all month. Time, all month. Yeah, yeah we got them yeah. all, all month long, man. These are little <laughs> and y'all didn't even know where it came. Uh uh-uh. uh, it just Mm-mm. popped up one day. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's here's the second one okay. of the morning. Okay. okay. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, folks. One night after hosting uh, Showtime at the Apollo. Uh-huh. I was out on 125th Street because I wanted to go out there and get this rib sandwich that this dude cooked. Dude. In Harlem, yeah. Yeah, in Harlem. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And these two brothers was outside. Just a fight broke out. Man, I, I'm, I'm talking about these two dudes was in here swinging like they was in a Western saloon. Wow. wow. And it was because, you know, it, it, a cab had came up and the dude said it was his cab. Uh-huh. And the dude said, no, it wasn't his kind. They was just there to fight. And the reason they had to fight so hard, because, you know, it's hard to get a cab in Harlem at night like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And they were just in there swinging their ass off. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dudes was going at it so hard. And the lady said, why don't y'all stop fighting? Stop fighting like this. It don't make no sense. Y'all in here. Why don't y'all share the cab? Uh-huh. And so the two brothers got in the cab, just stopped fighting and got in the cab. Uh-huh. Now, the two uh-huh. dudes fighting uh-huh. was Bert Willis uh-huh. and was fighting Herbert Jackson. Uh-huh. Not Herbert. Bert and Herbert. <laughs> Herbert. And the ass whooping went so hard, Bert beat Herbert so bad. Uh-huh. And Herbert's last name started with an H. Mm-hmm. So he had beat him so bad that the H fell off his name. Yeah. And all you had left was Herbert. Uh-huh. And thus, Uber was born. All this. <laughs> <laughs> so now, wait mm-hmm. a minute. That's why we got Uber. That's why we got Uber. Right now, today. 
Uh-huh. That's, that's Did you what know Uber this, Carla? No. Did you know this, Tommy? No. 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 I knew the commercials and didn't know it. Yeah. You ain't <laughs> right. know that. That's where Uber come from. Wow. Because, oh. man, Cause Bert Willis whooped Herbert ass so bad in that cab. Yeah. That the, he beat the hell out of Herbert. And the H fell off his name, and all we're left with Uber. And that's how we got Uber today. That's why y'all driving in Uber. Or ass whooping over a cab. You learned so much Mm -hmm. on this show. These these are little known black history moments. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So we done got Ancestry.com and Uber. Uh, Wait Wait till tomorrow, learn some more about little known black history facts. All right, get jewels, baby. Okay, uh, coming up next is Run That Prank Back with the Nephew. What you got now? Stupid. I'll tell you what. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, get ready. Coming up at the top, Miss Ann going to be here with today's headline news. But get ready. We're going to run that prank back. Yes, sir. Can I paint your wife? Oh, what? Huh? There's people need their wives painted. Mm. I don't know Watch one. <laughs> Girl. Don't Watch this. Respond. Hello? Hello, I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about, um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it. But I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet. And I'm looking to take something uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas. And I wanted to call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So... You would not waste your time no more, you know what I'm saying? Just no, you can go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. Mr. I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with the Art Institute. Okay, yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, would you just call them folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to break your heart. Sir, 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 Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas, but you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married to your wife is am I oh. correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. No, for real, who is this? Seriously, I, I mean, because like, how would you get my number? How, no, how did you get my number? Because you're talking about my wife and stuff? Sir, my how do you know my wife? My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. What I'm trying to do is capture and, and, and immortalize the beauty of essence on canvas. Okay, yo, for real, though? You, you just can't, you, you, you don't talk about my wife, all right? So, uh, I, sir, I, I, I'm not, I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to, I want to immortalize her and, and capture her on canvas. The okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You see my wife? But wait, where I, you I, see I, my wife at? What? Why I, you? Why I, you? Why you watching my wife? I've seen her. She she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there. 
and she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing in May. You're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's going to uh, be so many important people there, but I want to, to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't. You just can't go around following my wife and, and, and trying to mortalize her, whatever you just said, all right? So, Sir, no. But I, I, I would like to let you know, I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? I, Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You got to get permission for that? What's wrong Sir, with you? But, Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants to. I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir, of is that? What the are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir. You, I'm only trying to complete my portfolio. No, I no, no. Your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care, newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever. Yo, I'm going to find your and I'm going to whoop your Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm going to sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What the is a duel? What the is a duel? What the is a duel? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that Sebastian? Sir, all I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's what all the f*** is raw and purest form mean? What, what the f*** do you want? Seriously. I want to paint your wife. I I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to Tell me where you at. 125th. Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I'm going to whoop your ass. Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should be. I don't give a what she holds. Ask, I don't give a Be out your mind for asking me some like that. Sure. I must ask you, do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude? Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. Oh, that. Who the f*** are you? Hey, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a f Is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f you? I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she be in on canvas. What the f*** did you not understand? I just said f you. No. I told you, meet me on the corner of 125th. And claim power. I got one more thing. I just want to say to you. Say it. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. What? What? This is this is nephew. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. Oh. Oh man, yo man, yo yeah, yo. Man. Oh. I was moving furniture in here, dude. Tommy, <laughs> I mean, you got me, dog. Oh, man, y'all got me. It was Sebastian, sir. Y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Where the <laughs> you get Sebastian, bro? <laughs> I, I was about to whoop y'all and Sebastian's <laughs> <laughs>
I was the paint brushes and all. We was about to paint all of with your. <laughs> hey, he told me, man. He said, man. He oh, said he loved his wife to Hell this yeah. part. I said, all right. Well, let me let me say this right now. Loves you. <laughs> <laughs> let me get one more thing from you, man. What is yeah. the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio <laughs> show in the land. Yeah, man, it's Steve Harvey in the morning show, baby. Did I make you proud? Proud as. Come on now. You made me scared you played too and, much. And we'll hey, that. Tommy, Tommy, that brother right there. Yeah. Not oh boy. Not <laughs> <laughs> played too much. That's how you're supposed to do it, man. That's how you're supposed to do it. If you're gonna get on somebody's nerves and under their skin, that's how you do it. All right. We, hey, what's the worst lie you ever been told to impress a date? That's our question of the day. What's the worst lie you ever told to impress a date? 877-29-STEVE. Leave this fool alone. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, uh, Miss Ann is here uh, with today's headline news. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Steve. Everybody out there, Shirley Palatine Jr. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news. Well, President Trump has announced his pick for Supreme Court justice, and he says he's following through with what he said while he was running for the White House. I promise to select someone who respects our laws and is representative of our Constitution and someone who will interpret them as written. Millions of voters said this was the single most important issue to them when they voted for me for president. Today, I am keeping another promise to the American people by nominating Judge Neil Gorsuch of the United States Supreme Court to be of the United States Supreme Court. Not exactly. Judge Neil Gorsuch currently sits on the U.S. Court of Appeals. He was appointed by George Bush. The Democratic National Committee considers him, quote, a right-wing ideologue. As I said yesterday, Republicans will need eight Democrats to vote with them to put Gorsuch on the high court. So stay tuned. The Democrats are still smarting over how the Republicans treated President Obama's nominee for the mm-hmm. high court back in February. They ignored him, didn't yeah. even bring the, the uh, judge so in rude. for questioning. So, yeah, so they were stalling and stalling. They said, let's stall and see if we get a Republican president. And, of course, they did get their Christmas wish. Yeah. Get this. Two American bastards. Basketball players, Joseph Jones and J.P. Prince, they're members of a Super League in Iran. Anyway, they're stranded in Dubai where they went with their teammates for like a vacation or something because President Trump signed that executive order barring citizens and refugees of, you know, the seven countries, including Iran, entry to the U.S. So what Iran did was say, okay, we're not going to let any Americans in our country. So, I mean, ordinarily, ordinarily you would say, well, how many Americans want to go there? However, the two basketball players, because they're Americans, cannot get back into Iran, so they're stranded. Uh, in Dubai for now, and I guess they're going to be spending their own money until they're able to come back. Yeah. Also, those criticizing the refugee ban, CEO of Starbucks, Howard Schultz, in an open letter to employees, Schultz is pledging to hire 10,000 refugees at the mm-hmm. coffee chain stores worldwide, promising to hire and train those who work with the U.S. government as interpreters or support personnel. Some folks are now calling for a boycott of Starbucks because the CEO supports the refugees. I don't know how that's going. Meanwhile, some other companies have issued statements also rebuking Trump's immigration ban.
So, guess who's coming to Sunday Night TV? I guess you guys have heard. It's uh, Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey. That's right. CBS says that the world-renowned broadcaster, producer, actress, cable TV network owner, and philanthropist is going to become a special contributor to 60 Minutes. She's going to have like special little segment. And Miss Winfrey scheduled to make her very first appearance on the legendary show this fall. And finally, everybody, today is National Women and Girls in Sports Day, National Car Insurance Day, and girls, get ready to swing those hips because it's National Hula in the Cooler Day. I hurt my hip. Now back to the Steve Harvey Boarding Show. <laughs> All right, thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, let's go to the phone, Shirley, who we got. Okay. All right, let's go to line one, Steve, and talk to um, Dorothy out of Arizona. Dorothy? Yeah. What, am, I, uh, am I bothering you, Dorothy? Sounds like you're on her nerves real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Okay, Dorothy, the question is, what's the worst lie you've ever told somebody you was dating? The worst lie I ever told somebody was I was a supermodel. <laughs> you told somebody you was a supermodel. Well, I've well, I mean, hey, never been a model before. He kept talking and talking. Oh, you look at a supermodel. I said, oh, I forgot to tell you I was a supermodel before. Well, let me ask you something, Miss Dorothy. How tall are you? I'm five feet. Five, six? Yeah, five feet. Five feet. Five feet. <laughs> oh, five feet. <laughs> and let me ask you something. At the time, how much did you weigh, Miss Dorothy? At that time, I weighed 122. 122? Okay. 120. 120. Sorry. Okay. Can you understand me when I'm talking? Hell no. I mean, no, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I'm from Africa, so you have to understand. I know, me too, but, you know. I, I know, but I can't understand yeah. you. I work on mine. No, I'm not working huh? on mine. You're not working on yours, Miss Dorothy? I'm trying to work on mine. Oh, oh she's still... It's beautiful, though. Am I talking to Steve Harvey? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Girl, you better watch yourself. Oh, you God. This is it. This is it. Oh, good woman. Oh, no. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. What'd she I say? Thought, she said, thank oh. you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> You're the first one. I talked to Steve Harvey today. Oh, this is the best day I ever had. Come on, yeah. supermodel. And this, this is the best day for me because I've never talked to a five-foot supermodel before. <laughs> so we all having quite a day. <laughs> That's amazing, baby. That's hot right there. Woo-woo. <laughs> Oh, if they could have seen you coming down that runway, if they could have seen you, it would have been something else. <laughs> You must have been behind that tall girl because we missed you. <laughs> I think so. It's sure been a pleasure to talk. Hey, what part of Africa are you from? I'm from Liberia. Liberia. Mm. I, I, I want to go there sometime. I haven't been you there. You need to. It's a beautiful country. I know. They love me over there. I'm woo-woo, Africa. I'm, I'm I'm right up in there. That's, that's where I'm going to have to move to. Yeah, if I go see Trump one more time, that's where I'm going to have to move to. <laughs> we got to go. These black ass people over here don't understand a damn thing. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Dorothy. <laughs> now, coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly Eugene is here uh, with his butterfly blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, coming up uh, next, he's here, butterfly. <laughs> got the blog or whatever he called it, and... uh 
I don't know what he's going to talk about. Don't worry about it. Well, this He'll be, be here. his first one in Black History Month. No, he don't need to talk about Black History. <laughs> just leave that to me. At you know? all. Well, it's yeah, just his he first really one. don't. No, he don't need to talk about But, girl, you know he excited about the Super Bowl. You know, that's his thing right now. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Stevens, Amy, Shirley, Carla. Good morning to everyone in the building. Hello. Hey, butterfly. Butterfly, flutter, flutter. Flutter, flutter. Um, so here's the deal. The blog today is if you're going to the Super Bowl, which I am, you know, I'm a Patriots fan, mm-hmm. then your boss should let you off for the rest of the week. Oh. Carla, you're That's going. That's the deal. <laughs> I am going. Carla's going, and I'm going as well. So we should be off the rest of the week. Today is Wednesday. We shouldn't be working Thursday or Friday. And really, to really do it the right way, we should be off on Monday as well. Because we have to recuperate after, you know, all the festivities. So, to my boss, who stands ask here. Ask for me. Ask for me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to ask for Okay. Be, my... Wait. Be nice. When you want something from your boss, you have to come. Yeah. Lose the attitude. Nicely. Watch your tone. Robble. Yeah, watch your tongue. Okay. And don't roll your eyes, okay? Go. I'm not rolling them. Okay, go. Okay. Stand up straight. Okay, I'm going to arch my back. Okay. Um, Steve Harvey, how great yeah. thou art. Oh. The illustrious, splendiferous man of valor, courage, um, greatest entertainer of all times. Oh. Wow. Eh. I stand here before you on behalf of myself mm-hmm. and Carla Farrell um, asking to be off on Thursday, Friday, and Monday so that we can attend the famous um, Super Bowl game um, or big game or whatever they call it. Um, it's going to be going on in Houston, Texas. So we ask you, oh, humble great. <laughs> Are you asking just for yourself? I'm asking for Carla Farrell as well. But if well, you Carla don't grant could her, ask me for herself, but I'm talking uh-oh. about you. Okay. Okay. Well, don't don't mess this up for me. I'll talk to my <laughs> boss for my own time. Go ahead. This is just right. for you. Go. Oh, great one thou art. <laughs> uh, listen to me. He's not the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> uh, you, you can have the days off. Thank you. Wow. Oh, my God. That's really nice. Oh, my God. Steve, oh, I know, you know, Oh, you I'm gonna make you off. a shirt just for that. I'm well, gonna make you, you a might, shirt. You might not have the money to make me a shirt because you, you take mean? it off, you're gonna be without pay. You gonna dock his oh. pay? No, no, no. Dock his pay, he ain't coming to work. I know, hell to the now. Wait a minute. Um, hold on. Well, if you don't come to work, you can't want to get paid and go. But can I got I make a problem a, with you going. No. Can I make it a sick no. day? <laughs> you can't no. say it ahead of time. Uh uh. No. Can I make it a sick day? Well, you don't have sick. Days. I'm getting sick right now. Yeah. Your your oh. contract has zero sick days. Uh, oh wow! The, the blog no was problem. Enjoy everywhere. yourself at the. Uh, but I can't go down there without no Ain't money. No problem. Well, that you know. Man. Well, you got money to go. You just you ain't gonna have none when you come back. <laughs> Damn, he just did you though. Know. He can't go without any money. No, he can go with the money. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Your next check is what's going to be short. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I'm just curious. How long does this mean? So, Carla, you going out and asking for yourself? Mm Mm-mm, this ain't the time. Now it's not the time. (laughs) Carla has a different contract. Carla can take off with pay. She actually read her. She has to to get it cleared. Oh, so great boss I can be off to? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I will still get paid, right? 
Palomar. Right. Oh my God. Out of here, still getting paid and I down. Because she has a different contract and a different attitude. I have a very good. I had a very good attitude, and I asked you so gracefully, and I gave you a bunch of. I managed differently according to who the person is. Oh. Yeah, I ain't got no set rules. You have to manage everyone differently. Yeah, you do. You that's, have to. That's sign of yeah, a good that's manager. That's what CEOs uh-huh. and managers do. Yeah. That, yeah, you do. Can't lump I'm everybody I'm going to go to the Super Bowl. I ain't got no damn money. Oh, you got to have money going. You ain't going to have none when you come back. But I have responsibilities. I have to pay for different things when I come back. I can't just go down there and then. <laughs> well, then, see, you need to think about responsibilities. that. Responsibilities? Well, maybe Why you always do this to me? Why don't you just go to the Super Bowl on Saturday? The game is Sunday. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to go to the phones. What's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? Call us 877-29-STEVE. Let's go. Ooh, All right, we back. Uh, let's go to the phone. Shirley, who you got? Let's go to line four. Talk to Braxton out of Tennessee. Braxton. How's it going? Uh, Braxton. Hey, Braxton. Going? All right, Braxton. Uh-huh. What's the worst lie you ever told while you was dating somebody? Uh, the worst lie I ever told was uh, I told a female that I was Harvard Law graduated top of my and um, uh-huh. you graduated so, top of your class. Yeah, Harvard Law. At Harvard Law. Harvard Law. Law. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell you yeah. tell that lie for? And Go. since my name was Braxton, I was kind of like a fan of the, the Jamie Fox went from I told him my name was Braxton P. Harvard Law. Oh, from uh, yeah, Jamie no Foxx show. Character on the show. Oh, yeah. no, Jamie's show. Okay. And I took her out. Yeah, I even changed up. Like the voice I would talk to was kind of the voice. So I was, I would introduce myself as, my name is Braxton. How are you doing? <laughs> oh, wow. He dropped it down. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed my whole personality. Yes, I did. Wow. wow. How'd that work out for you? It worked out pretty well, about two years. Oh, yeah, that's a good little old run. Well, let me ask you something. Shut up, Tommy. Well, let me ask you something, man. Are you an attorney? No, I'm not. I am. (laughs) I work for a loan company. But the whole time she thought you was an attorney? Yes, she did. From Harvard Law School at the top of his class. (laughs) For two years? (laughs) What kind of law did you (laughs) practice? My man. Come on, boy. That's a good one. How did she find out, Braxton, that you were lying? I'm pretty proud of him. She found out basically because she followed me to work one day. Yeah, because oh. she knew you. You were leaving signs that you yeah. wasn't home. Walk your ass in that bank and got behind that teller window. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't been to no courthouse, Steve. <laughs> yeah, start yeah, licking your a, fingers, counting them 20s. Yeah, so. Awkward. She walked up to your window and handed you a deposit slip <laughs> and looked at you, you know. Your ass threw it back here. <laughs> Why you wasn't at the court? Man, that's a good one, though. I'm pretty proud of you on that one, man. I'm he wrote it for two years, though. You can't be yeah. mad at are, that. Are you guys still together, Braxton? No. I didn't no, think so. <laughs> she followed him to the job. That's a good one there, man. I was. I told a girl, and I was home, and I told a girl I was rich. What? How, how did I you I told a girl out? I was rich. I told her I was doing a documentary. <laughs> on what? Homeless people. Oh, wow. Can you believe Steve? that? Living in the car. Hell no, she didn't believe it. I just told it to her. I tried something. Oh, oh okay. Mm. All right. She didn't believe it. She asked me a bunch of questions. She was smart, though. She was mm-hmm. fine and smart. Mm-hmm. So let me get this right. So this is just a documentary. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So 
Were you nervous, Steve, at that point? Mm-mm. No, I was sitting up there going, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you. Oh, I'm pretty okay. sharp. You're standing so, in your Shirley, life. So, yeah, Shirley, you like, see, okay, Shirley, I done met you. We had a, we had a club. Mm-hmm. I'm talking. I told you uh, I'm uh, doing a documentary on homeless people, mm-hmm. and I'm actually very wealthy. So what oh. would you ask me? Let well, me show you how I am. Okay. Well, who's the documentary for? Uh, television. <laughs> well, <laughs> Who's producing wow. it? I am self-produced. I'm rich. I oh. got money. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? If well, you're you know, I just want to remember where I come from. You know, I started out from humble beginnings, and so I just wanted to do something that, uh, you know, reminded me of that that I would have for my children when they come of age, where they would always remember me by. Have you shopped it around? Has anyone uh, expressed interest in airing? Oh, this? absolutely, absolutely. You know, oh. that's going to be a. a Ooh. That's going to be a, a thing called HBO. Come on one day and I was going to. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got Strawberry Letter. But uh, come on, fool, what you got? I'm going to give you one. Now, you ain't ready for this one. Uh-oh. This right here, Black History Prank. Yeah, okay, what? maybe I need to do a uh, disclaimer. You going there? Well, to, in case black people get mad at me, they call me nephew coon. No. Man. <laughs> it don't matter, man. Let them get mad, whatever. But I'm a nephew Please. coon because of you, though. It wasn't even nothing I did. Well, let's well, hear the prank. We'll see. Well, hell. Well, hell you you might have heard yeah. your title. Yeah. Hey, dog, you wasn't Uncle Coon. That's for damn. <laughs> Uncle Coon, Uncle Tom. I was like, boy, I... I ain't finna listen to no more ignorant-ass people in my life. Y'all are no longer invited in my life. If you ignorant, be ignorant over there by yourself. I love it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach James. James, please. Speaking. Hey, James, how you doing? This is um, Chad. I'm calling from the uh, from the job. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? Um, I'm very good, very good. Giving you a call. I'm actually the uh, the regional manager over the over your department. Okay, uh, everything's all right, huh? Because day Sunday, I just want to make sure I, I'm still coming to work tomorrow. Oh, you're definitely, definitely nothing like that. You're definitely coming to work now. Who's your manager over at your office? Is it Brent? Brent. Right. Okay. Well, here's what we're doing, man. We're we're calling everybody in the company first of all today, but more importantly, we're we're definitely making contact with every African American in the company, and I'm letting you know that we're paying homage and much respect to uh, Black History Month. Outstanding. That that's something that we want to definitely let you guys know that's important to us. I think that is outstanding. How can I help? Well, listen, we've got some things that that we want to do for tomorrow, and that's the reason why you're getting a call today. Are you up for helping us, you know, really, really push Black History Month within the company? Chad, I'm a team player. Whatever it takes, let's get it done. Okay, good deal. Good deal. I'll tell you what, here's what we're going to do. we got a lot of people that we've given a call to, and everybody's going to play different roles tomorrow uh, at the office. So we wanted to give you a call. Do you mind if you're, if you're really the team player that we think you are, and I think you, uh, you, you've already made mention that you, you don't mind doing what it takes? I don't. You're on the right track. Okay, good deal. Here's what we're asking, man. We, w- we would like for you tomorrow to actually, if you could find these type of articles tonight, but if you could wear a, a burlap shirt, some cut-off pants, and no shoes tomorrow, that would really, really help whoa, us out whoa, on whoa, the theme that we're trying to get going for tomorrow. Whoa, 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 Chad. I, I think I heard you, but I'm not sure. Can, can you please repeat that one more time, please? 
we want you to wear a, a burlap shirt, some cutoff pants, and, and just don't wear any shoes at all. That's the, that's the attire that we would like for you to come into the office with tomorrow. Really? Yeah, yeah, and we, we, we're going to give it a okay. go, man. Everyone's excited about it, and we would like for you to come in tomorrow. Uh, like I said, we're, we're going to chat. Let me let me let me let me give you. I mean, since we're going to celebrate Black History, let me give you one fact. The year sixteen nineteen was the first African American slave arrived in Virginia. Today is Sunday twenty. You think I'm do some like that? Are you I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't exactly hear what you said at the beginning. What did, What did you say? Slavery's uh, been over with. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna come into an office with a. Man, you want to lose your mind? What is wrong with you? Why you ask me to put on a baseball suit to come in as Jackie Robinson? Why you ask me to put on a two piece suit and come in as Eric Holder? What the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, what we want to do here, and I don't want you to get upset about this, James. What we want to do is Look we, at the we like you asking me to do to be a slave. Well, well you know what I will do. But you, I mean, I will come I, up there. I will come up there and, and uh, pretend to be Hugh Newton on your. That's what I will do, and show you some real Black Power Panther movement on your. Would you like that, sir? Sir, what we want? We, listen, we're not here to create problems. What we want to do is we want to we want to pay homage. You call me with a. Problem on the Sunday to dress as a slave. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Oh, okay, okay, sir. If we're going to pay homage to black history, don't you think that all of that is a part of black history? Highlight the positive, man. Highlight the positive. You're paying me today to work for you. This ain't no slave free labor. Exactly. Do you understand that? No, I, don't, I, I completely understand it. But what, if we don't have where, where it started from, how, how, you know, we have to have we have to have all every single uh, area of Black history, don't you think? We have to have the beginning, the middle, and the ending. Okay, well, if you want to highlight something, let me be Frederick Douglass. Let me slick my hat back. But see, the problem you got with him was his father was a white man. See, y'all like looking at our women, but y'all don't like uplifting the black man. So how about I do that? Let me be Frederick Douglass. Let's highlight that part. How about you, Chad? You like black women? Uh, uh, uh. uh uh, uh, I'm here. Answer the question. I, I like all. I like all people, sir. I, I, what I'm trying to do is get a, a, a great, great environment within the company, and everyone wants. This is not a great environment. Like now, the majority of the of the Caucasian people are going to be masters tomorrow. Okay. What the f did you say, masters? Did you even say masters? Yes, most of them are going to be masters tomorrow. I'll be in there with my attorney to master an EOC lawsuit on your. F How about that? Sir, do you have a problem with us trying to uh, trying to uplift the black community? Do you have a problem with that? Man, f you. You ain't uplifting the thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm coming in tomorrow as Barack Obama. But see, you don't like this, do you? Yeah, you running around here want to get somebody to come in to be a slave. You be a master. Master this. Master me coming in as a black man like I've been coming in to work and like I'm going to forever come in to work. We are a major pharma company. And you calling me on a Sunday with some like this? Are you out your mind? Sir, sir, what we're trying to do is uplift the black community. That's what we're trying to do. Thing, talking about slavery. Uplift my and kiss my black That's what you do. Sir, I'm trying to, what we're trying to do is pay homage to black history, and here you are being negative about the entire, entire situation of what we're trying to do. Being negative, you right on being like, man, you, I'm coming in as Barack Obama tomorrow, like I said, and I'm going to have my shoes on my feet. Can you uplift that?
Sir, there's, there, uh, there's one more thing I need to say to you, okay? There's one more thing. One more, one more my I'm sorry? You just said all you had to say. What's your name again? Chad, sir. Chad Billingsley. What the hell you got to say, Chad? I, I, all I wanted to say to you is this, sir, is I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you just got pranked by your co-worker, Kevin Man, I knew this had to be some kind of joke. Y'all playing on a Sunday? Man, I'm going to kick tomorrow. I was worried about my job. I was getting ready to come there tomorrow and whoop some Every white boy I thought looked like a mouse. And don't let me see a brother dressed like a slave. I was going to whoop him too. Oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio station in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Uh, <laughs> subject, he testified he was gay in church. Ooh. All right, now. All right. Good Praise morning. Him. She <laughs> says good morning to the whole crew. Good morning, Steve, Shirley, Carla, Tommy, Eugene, and Miss Ann. I love you guys. To bring Eugene. Uh, <laughs> That's everybody. Yes. I love you guys. Steve, I have read your book, and mm-hmm. I have listened to you on your show about mm-hmm. dating. All I right. am proud to say that I have followed the 90-day rule when dating a man. Okay, As a matter of you. fact, I've been dating this guy for four months, mm-hmm. and there has not been any sexual conduct mm-hmm. co- contact. Well, I asked this man to attend a church revival service with me at my grandmother's church. My grandmother attends one of these country Holy Ghost speaking in tongues churches that believes in going down on your knees, calling on Jesus until you foam at the mouth. All right. Praise him. Okay. I I, I must admit the church service was awesome. The spirit was flowing everywhere. Well, the pastor got up and asked if anyone had a fiery testimony, had any fiery testimonies. Well, my man jumped up and said, I do. He yelled, I must tell of the goodness of Jesus and just how he has delivered me from homosexuality. (laughs) Right there. He said, yes. I used to be a lover of men, but not anymore. Now I desire a woman, and I am now blessed with a good woman. And he pointed at me, pointed at me. I almost died. I had no idea that this man used to be gay. He never told me about this. My grandmother was sitting over there in the mother's board corner and saying, Lord, have mercy. What is this child and got herself in? I can't even ima- I can't even mention in this letter what my uncle and brother said. I can. And my daddy, who is the preacher, just looked at me and said, "I am glad your mother is dead, so she could not see this. What should I do? We have not had any sex, and I don't think we will." Uh, okay, honestly, my initial response to this woman was, I don't know what to tell you. I, I have no idea what to tell this woman because this is such a personal situation. Uh, I think it all depends on you and what you want. I mean, you're in church. You know you're a believer. You know that God can deliver you from anything. Uh, you know that. If you truly believe that this man has been delivered and you want to make it work, this is sincerely, seriously up to you. It, it just doesn't sound like in the letter that you want it to work. Uh, you you say you haven't been intimate with the man and you don't think you will. 
Uh, you didn't even know of his former life, and you've been dating him for four months. What did you guys talk about for those four months? Uh, but anyway, he's free now, he says, because of his testimony. And now you have to deal with your feelings. Um, and just be true to you, whatever decision you make. Hey, boy. Steve? <laughs> make yeah, me... I, uh, Proud. No idea what you to tell me? her. Yeah, Make me back. proud, though. Yeah, yeah I go. go. I love that. You know I love that. Let's uh, go, Steve. First of all, when you write these letters and your opening line is good morning, Steve, mm-hmm. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you want to hear what I got to say <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> on this subject. Uh-huh. Shirley might not know what to say. Mm-mm, I, well, mm-mm. Hell, I might not know either, but <laughs> I'm going to say something anyway. <laughs> now you're going to say something. I ain't right about everything. But I'm right about something. Okay. Okay, okay. And this is just my opinion. You've been dating this man. You followed the 90-day rule. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. You held out. You mm-hmm. four months, you ain't had sex. So you could get to know the man. Yeah. I tell women all the time. Yeah. Wait so you can get to know about. Now, this four months gave you some time to learn some very, very important information. <laughs> More than 90 days. You invite the man to your grandmama's church. <laughs> this is where it got good. Whoa. The church revival service would go to one of them down-home country Holy Ghost Field mm-hmm. Church, where she said in her words, one of those country Holy Ghost speaking in tongue churches that believes in going down on your knees mm-hmm. and calling on Jesus till you foam at the mouth. I've been there. Wow. All up in here. <laughs> I've been there. Trying to get you. No, Jesus. Stand up, Oh, All right, got that. <laughs> now she must. She admitted that the church service was good. Uh huh. She said well, it was awesome. Church service about to get a little bit better because <laughs> mm. your daddy, who is the pastor, yes. said, "Does anybody have a fiery testimony?" Well, look at him. Pick him all the fire you need. Because somebody got a Roman candle blowing out there behind. They so fiery. I got some information for you. I got one. Pick me, pick me. Pick me. Yes, you, sir. I wanted to tell everybody. I must tell her the goodness of my Lord and Savior. Because Lord have mercy, how he delivered me from homosexuality. A hush, hush fell over Jerusalem. <laughs> there was no more praising. Because even at church, it's some things you really don't need to holler out come loud. On, come on. Just keep it between you and your God. Anybody, somebody, he said, does anybody have a fiery testimony? He didn't say no revelation. He didn't ask nobody you want to come out the closet. Right, right. He didn't ask nobody if you want to upset the congregation. He didn't say if you want to flip somebody's world upside down. He just said that anybody have a fiery yeah. testimony. Right. He could have stood up and comfortably said, I've been changed as a man and yeah. I'm better now. Yeah. Ain't nobody had to know All of that, that you All was a that. full-blown Lover of me okay. with this girl sitting right here. You scared me. You done came yeah. up in here and just jumped out and ran you. I'm a lover of women, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> them breaks. Is them breaks. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's the emergency now, break. The girl sitting here, she feeling violated. Is that what you do when you violate? Lord, <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> now, know that, though. she said, Yeah. Now I desire a woman, and I'm blessed with a good woman, 
and he pointed at me. Mm-hmm. I almost died. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell, I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have just asked the Lord to carry me home now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or what you could have did was you could have got him just slapped him. <laughs> In church. That would have been good. <laughs> well, he gave you know, a testimony in church. So. I mean, your daddy yeah. did ask for a fiery uh-huh. testimony. <laughs> your testimony could have been, I ain't your damn woman. <laughs> then it would, everybody would have had something to say. Oh, <laughs> All, right. Walk out. All right. Uh, <laughs> after the break, um, at 18 after the hour, we'll have part two of Steve's response to today's strawberry letter. Woo. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> this ignorant Amen. mess continues, <laughs> as is no fault of mine. <laughs> All right, come on, Steve. He testified he was gay okay. in church. Well, here's the real deal, though. The lady who was sitting there, when Precious jumped up precious. and made this announcement, <laughs> Not a precious, precious. she should have turned the whole thing. What do you mean? What? Flipped it. Huh. See, I'm, like for example, her, for example, her grandma uh-huh. sitting over there talking about Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. What this child and got herself in? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Spin on your grandma. What? Like got myself in nothing. <laughs> oh, your grandma. I ain't in nothing. You hollering at your grandma? Your old ass talking about. Wait, wait. You can't. Your grandmother? Hey, what you ain't finna do is put this on me. I did not oh, jump okay. up and say nothing crazy. <laughs> I'm saying he pointed at me talking about, but I love this woman now. Now, now turn it. Oh, spin it. That's to what? what you know, daddy yeah. come talking about, I'm glad your mama did. Don't drag my mama in this. Let's just yeah. go off. If you was more of a daddy, <laughs> this would have never happened. But then you got to keep the spin going. Act like that ain't what he said. That's the okay, relative. You know, when, when, when the guy say? jumped up and said, look, I must tell. <laughs> there you go. Of the goodness yeah. of my Lord <laughs> and what he's done for me and how he has delivered me from homosexuality. <laughs> when he that. said that, you, you should have just that. started thinking. Let me how I've got to play that. I used to be a lover of men, but not even more. Just, oh, that ain't what he said. He said me. What did he, he say? He said he loved menthol. Cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> like, he loved Memphis. What, like? He loved people that are from Michigan. <laughs> he loved he, he loved melodies and music. <laughs> you know, just pull it out. He loved McDonald's, Mickey D's. <laughs> That's, That's what he what said. That's what he loved. He loved mint cookies. Girls got, you know, girls, girls got to make good cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just cookies turning this good. all the yeah. way and around. just turn really it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you ain't got to sit up here and deal with nothing because little, little, little Bo Peep want to just pop uh, out. Uh, and not little Bo the, your daddy asked for a fiery testimony. Yeah. yeah. He got it. He did not say that anyone here want to come out. No, he, anybody will anybody here want to play pop gold the weasel? Did anybody ask you that? Oh, he asked you. Was, did anybody have a fiery testimony? That's what he said. Now Tinker and jumped up. Tinker, Tinker. That's what you call him. As in Bell, Bell? Tinker Bell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you probably had like- some leggings on. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you a man and you jump on, you testify and you got on leggings. Uh-huh. Wow. That's probably a giveaway. <laughs> if you have anything tied on you that's in a bow or not, that's another giveaway. 
Steve. If when Steve. you testify, your palms careful. is open. Careful. 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 Run back and forth. Uh, <laughs> if you place your hand on your chest you know while careful. I'm talking. You know what? I'm just giving you some clues Stop. that would have let you know okay. that this, this announcement he pull finna up, make is Pull up. I must tell it. Listen to me. <laughs> Today's letter is posted on SteveHarvey.com. You can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at MyGirlShirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here. She's going to have our latest news. And uh, we know the president did something, so she's going to tell us all about it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I, uh, Miss Ann is uh, standing by with the news. Oh, my goodness. Okay, did you guys hear about this? Uh, <laughs> a man's love of animals and a bargain cost him his life. Wow. A man identified only by his last name, Zhang, is believed to have been killed by a tiger after he climbed into the tiger's enclosure at a resort on, um, what is this, Dongian Lake? Dongquan yeah, Lake? in China. Dongquan Lake in, uh, uh-huh. in China to avoid uh-huh. paying the entrance fee. So he didn't want to pay, he admitted he didn't want to pay to get in, so he climbed in the tiger's cage. Uh, Zhang's wife, two children, and friends. Hold all... wait, say what now? Okay. He did what with the tiger? Oh, okay, he didn't want to pay to get in. To the park. Into the resort. Mm-hmm, to the resort park. So he climbed into the tiger cage at the resort mm-hmm. on the lake because he didn't want to pay the entrance fee. His wife, his two children, it. his friend's wife, they all bought tickets while he and his friend hopped a fence and landed too close to a group of tigers. This is craziness right here. <laughs> and then what happened? His friend stayed back and was unharmed. Zhang, on the other hand, was taken to the hospital and later died of his injuries. That's not funny, but come on. Oh, my goodness. Damn, Zhang. How much you could stupid. the interest fee have been? You shouldn't have been that much. No. You shouldn't have been that much. He died? Yeah, he died. Oh, he jumped God. in this damn cage with this tiger. You a fool. Oh, you you way God. past ignorant. But where is your resort at that we ain't going to ever go to? I think this is in China, China, this area. I think so. What made you Dunkin, climb? See, first Dunkin of all, Lake, you don't Lake. have the money to get into the park. We're not going to the park today. Right. I got to be. How about just dive over the turnstile? <laughs> That's, you know, the little <laughs> gate. Just run and dive over that, dog. But you see, it says his friend stayed back and was unharmed. His friend got up there and was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Tigers, do. You're on your own, player. <laughs> I'm going to stick to sandals. But hold on, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to run over here. He ain't going to hear me. Right. Or That's smell what it was. me. That's what or, it was. Yeah. Tell you right now, I don't care who you are. If you jump your ass in this lion cage, ain't my fault you're Chinese. If a black dude jump in the cage, what I'm supposed to not note that a black dude jumped in the cage? No, we're going to do him. Trust me, we're going to do If a white dude jump in the cage, I must let you know this. Because this affects the story. <laughs> <laughs> He know the jewels. He dropped some jewels. All right. Uh, coming up next, uh, Miss Ann will be here with our national news and headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, the lovely Miss Ann Tripp. 
And thank you. It's uh, right now. Good morning. This is Andrew with the news. Good morning, morning, Steve and company. Good morning. morning, The lovely Shirley Collar, all of those folks. President Trump, in line with his promise to the people who voted for him three months ago, has nominated Neil Gorsuch. He's a straight down the line conservative federal appeals court judge to sit on the Supreme Court. And the significance of the nomination is not lost on our new president. After the defense of our nation, The most important decision a president of the United States can make is the appointment of a Supreme Court justice. Depending on their age, a justice can be active for 50 years, and his or her decisions can last a century or more and can often be permanent. Judge Gorsuch has outstanding legal skills, a brilliant mind, tremendous discipline, and has earned bipartisan support. Well, of course, that may not be the case now, since the Republicans refused to even talk to President Obama's choice for the high court for 11 right. months. Well, right. And now the GOP is going to need eight Democratic votes to okay any nominee. In Britain, tens of thousands of people... Mm. Tens of thousands of people have signed a petition protesting the President Trump's upcoming state visit over there. Prime Minister Theresa May invited the new president when she was in Washington last Friday. And finally, happy, happy, happy Pharrell Williams. Truly a happy, happy man. That's because the singer and his wife, Helen, have just welcomed triplets. Well, actually, took place in January. Yeah, triplets, three, count on one, two, three. Anyway, his rep says that Pharrell, Helen, and Rocket Williams have welcomed triplets, the family happy and healthy. No details on the sex of the names yet, but they're going to be rich. So <laughs> Now back to Steve Harvey Boarding Show. <laughs> All right, when we come back from the break at 48 after the hour, we will be going to the phones. 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. What's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, we're going to the phones. Again, what's the worst lie you've told to impress a date? Call us, 877-29-STEVE. Oh, so many. Ooh, we've heard some I've, dudes. I've, so many lies. I've I told some man. lies. I done told, man, I done lied. Well, you did you, have you ever tried the truth? I mean, does that, what, what, does that not work for you? Or? It don't work for me. Case I don't never feel like it's got enough on it. Yeah, you it hear him? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's know. unheard of. Who, who yeah. does that? <laughs> well, what option is that? Yeah. The truth? Yeah, the, the truth. truth. No. That'll get you in trouble. You've never told the truth. Hi, I'm Tommy. Oh, yeah, I tell the truth Hi, a lot. Hi, I'm but, but once it looks like it ain't going to go my way, though. Oh, <laughs> then that's when you, you start piling it, it on. <laughs> All right, we back. Uh, let's go to the phone. Shirley, who you got? Let's go to line two and talk to Terry out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? This Terry? Yeah, this Terry. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm just in here just trying to, you know, trying to get on back in the groove, get this show back on track, you know. Exactly, man. Hey, you done an excellent job at the uh, the Miss Universe, man. You Hey, no. thumbs, thumbs up to you, man. But whoever put them Mr. Magoo glasses on you, I want you to slap them, all right? <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that was good. See, I wrote that joke. I I, I, I arranged that. <laughs> That's what I wanted, you know. See, everybody yeah. out there thinking they got good jokes. Now, now I write my own damn jokes, Ted. Oh, I, I don't need no man. help. Yeah, man, I'm just glad to be back. So let me ask you this, Ted. What's the worst lie you ever told while you was dating somebody? All right, here we go. Uh-oh. See, I look a little younger than my actual age. So I ran across this college girl, 
and got out on a date with her, and she, you know, she had some good stories. So I told her, my cousin is none other than Steve Harvey. <laughs> sell it, baby. Sell it. Do it, Terry. Hey, man. Okay. Yeah. I had a I had a picture of nephew Tommy in the background from years ago when I met him in Jordan Sparks and um, overseas, right? Overseas. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so she believed my story, right? So I dated uh. this girl, dated this girl, C, for a couple of months. Told her I believe in the 90 day rule, all of that. You know, we say anything to get in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Boy, Terry. Look, hey, look, it, it made an ugly turn on the Steve. She, mm-hmm. she, she got pregnant and was and was trying to welcome herself to the family. What? And couldn't wait, and couldn't wait to meet you. <laughs> and didn't see man. me or him. Dog. And couldn't uh, wait to meet me, man. Yeah, Steve, you talk about sweat. Now, <laughs> look. This thing had spun out of control. God, yeah. was looking, God was looking out for me, and unfortunately, we lost the baby. Oh, I don't want to oh. say thank God because that's a bad thing, but whoo, right. I did make it out of that one, and I made sure that we would never get pregnant again because I would have had to introduce her to Mr. Harvey, for real. <laughs> And dog, I'd have sat there like I ain't know who your oh, ass was. I already know. Gonna I'd have been going. Dog, what? I already knew what was coming. Man. <laughs> wow. Already, he said, wow. I already knew what was coming. But she bought it, though. Wow. That was a good oh, one, though. Uh-huh. I can't I, I wait sold, to meet the family. Surely I sold it because I had pictures. You know, you show a pe- person oh, yeah. pictures. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm hooked up with Jordan Sparks. Nephew Tommy in the background, and uh, Robert Ory was there with him. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. so, so she believed it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Thinking, oh, yeah, he, he's down with the car. You're wrong for that, Terry, but it was good. Yeah, hey, I like that with Terry. Well, but, but then he said, uh, but then, uh, you know, man, and then God just got me out of it. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah, oh, yeah. this ain't going. No, uh-uh. it took no. a turn. Mm. Yeah, all right, man. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Quit telling people we can. <laughs> right. Tell the truth, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I like it. Ain't, ain't nothing like a good lie. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Line three, Billy out of uh, Arkansas. Billy, hey, 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 what's going on with you? Well, I'm just sitting here in the parking lot uh, trying to come up with another lie, I guess. I mean, listening to those guys, I don't know if I got anything that will top that. That's well, good. hey, Billy, look, you ain't got to top it. Just tell yarn the way it is. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's just a, an, an ongoing lie. It, it was kind of, uh, you know. I a had continuation a really lie. I like these here, continuation well, lies. Well, I can't, Go I can't ahead. Be it anymore, though, Steve. That's Why? What happened? Okay. Well, um, I uh, was uh, worked in finance, so I made a lot of money, and you know I kind of fibbed, and you know this lady caught my eye, and uh, you know yeah. uh, we're married now, but I, I think she's tired of all lies, so uh, I'm just trying to get my reputation back. But I've told so many lies that uh, it's it hard get for her back. to uh, know when I'm lying and when I'm not. And so and let I, me ask you this, Billy: the money ain't ain't as much as you said it was. No, it was, but it's not now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 
Because you was burning that candle on both ends when you made that money. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know what happened. See, when you first get it, you can't believe you got it. And the only way to let people know you got it, you got to show it off. You got to buy stuff, spend stuff. So you done spent it. So now she ain't living the high life right now she thought she was. Correct. Yep. Yep. And I and that was that was false on my on my mm-hmm. side. But you know I thought I could uh, cover up my lies with right. making more money. And now that I'm not, you know, it's right. uh, it's kind of one of those things where I'm very, you know. Well, you got to come that clean. We, we like to joke and 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 talk and, and stuff. But I mean, this is a serious note for me because I'm sorry for what I did. And um, I really, really want to. Uh, and I look up to you, and my wife loves you, and and uh, it, it's it, it means a lot to me to be able to talk to you about it. But well, I, can I, I tell you like, something? Can yeah. I tell you something? Well, the best way to rebuild the trust is with truth. That's the only way. You go in there, you lay it on the line. This is what I did. I loved you so much. I was trying to impress you. I took it too far, you know, but I did it because I just wanted to impress you. You're the most beautiful thing and wonderful thing that's ever happened to me, and I just didn't want you to get away, and I I, I lied. I just, I just lied. But know that I love you, and I love you more than any amount of money I can make, and if you just stay with me and trust me again, I'm going to build our life together all over. It'll be me and you, and we, we can build it together. And I think that's the best way to do it. Most women would respect that. Might not like it, but most women will respect that. And then just go from there, Billy, and just, you know, no more hey, rebuild and start over. But don't keep beating yourself up over the lie because now you can't move forward. Come on, Billy, man. Pick it up, man. Go in there and tell her the whole story. Ask God for forgiveness. Get on up moving on. What you did to be come successful before, you do the same thing. Principles of success don't change because you made a mistake. They ain't got nothing to do with it. I done messed up plenty of time. You ever been on social social media? Yeah, that's how they, I found out about this phone call here today. What's yeah? Why and, and I don't <laughs> I have a biggest lie. It's just all been a lie. So yeah, well you know, well straighten it all out. Start telling the truth. I'm all over social media. They can't stand my ass over there. Don't worry about that, man. You told a lot of lies, and man, you know how many people told a lot of lies. God in the forgiving business. Tell your wife that you want to come clean. You want a, you want a new start. That's going to take some crawling. You're going to have to get on your stomach with her. But just tell her you want to start over fresh. You a new man. You can fix it. You want to be honest with her. Most women, they'll be a little mad, but they'll be appreciative too. Mm-hmm. Come on, Billy. Hang in there, man. She's going to be more than a little mad. She mad More than a little man. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I hope he gets it Heavy together. Yeah. yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> An all-new Showtime at the Apollo TV special hosted by our very own Steve Harvey airs Big tonight. Dog. I've been seeing yeah. the promos for this. It looks good. The lineup includes Steve Shaka Khan. Mike Epps, T.I., and, of course, viewers will be treated to the iconic Amateur Night of performances from up-and-coming artists who may or 
may not get booed off the stage. The clips they showed in the promos, <laughs> they were standing up, <laughs> making those motions. Yeah, get they, off, they get off. It, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the new Showtime at the Apollo special tonight on Fox at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Uh, Steve, take a listen to Mike Epps behind the scene uh, in an interview of watching you on Showtime at the Apollo. I remember um, seeing Steve Harvey on this show, you know, and um, at the time I was incarcerated, but I used to watch it late at night, Showtime at the Apollo, and we'd be watching Steve Harvey and it felt like we wasn't even in there sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all was believing that story when y'all had y'all going, didn't <laughs> 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 That so was good. Stupid. That was good. <laughs> I like he had that. me, boy. <laughs> Love me some Mike Evans. I know. He's funny. <laughs> and it felt like we wasn't even in there. I know. Right. But the music and everything, it sounded real. <laughs> Very convincing. I know. <laughs> yeah, that okay. Apollo man. It's y'all gonna see something this time. This boy uh, that I think is gonna be great. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Samulus. Oh, Samulus will be singing. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned him yeah. last time, and we boy, didn't see him. You yeah. listen to me, man. Really? Oh, this boy right here wasn't playing. Is he the total package? Shirley, what that mean? You know what that means to see the television. I just said he could sing. What you you, you trying to you trying to get me in trouble or something? Uh, no. <laughs> Why? It sounds that... like a setup. No, is you that a hard question? Enough trouble. Carla yeah. just said we didn't. Carla just said we didn't see it. So we were just saying, is he the total package? Can he sing? No, you he know. can sing. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to leave it right there. Okay. Get me in no damn trouble. We'll be watching. Like we'll be setup. watching. Why would I set you up? You're so tight. Right? Yeah, you're yeah. tight. You're tense. Yeah, yeah, you're tense. Lashing oh, out at your tense. team. <laughs> what that means, Shirley? Because you ain't been through what I've been through. <laughs> We don't don't know your stripes. (laughs) Yeah, they're sitting up going to the president for their ass, and they sitting up in there mad at me. I'll be damned. Better don't go up there no more. Better don't go up there no damn more. And you know what the total package means, because you've said it yourself before about someone. So the boy can sing. Okay, really out. Cool. We'll be watching. Money. Mm -hmm. But the interview was funny as hell. I don't know if they're gonna leave it in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then Shaka still got it. Oh, Ooh, Lord, yes, that girl. <laughs> I'd like to see a movie about Cause her see, at the Apollo, yeah. that's yeah. when you go in there. Did they do the Whitney Houston story? Yeah, they did it. They, they did, did Whitney. Yeah. They did Whitney and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, they, that ain't go good. But it was kind of low budget, kind of, you know. they It didn't seem like they put the backing behind it that they could have. Um, to get everyone, as far as promotion and all I of that. I tell you, man, that boy that did James Brown, he laid it out, man. Oh, my goodness. I like oh. that boy laid that thing out, man. He that boy act. was acting. Same guy mm-hmm. who did um, uh, 42, the Jackie Robinson story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His name mm-hmm. escapes Chad me right Wick now. Boseman. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. that was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can really act. He, he's a great actor. He really I ain't recognize him without the hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he, he had there. the voice, the moves, everything. everything. <laughs> I think he the was Whitney the total Houston package, story, Steve. 
Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Total package. Now you got it. I think the Whitney Houston story can be done on the big screen. I yeah, I do can too. Do, she was do that again and do it on the big screen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they had the finances or something because they. Yeah, they could do it right. Yeah, they could yes. have done that. She was a major worldwide superstar. Icon. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the voice. I know. I saw this little Michael Jackson thing they're doing. They need to quit running that. What is oh, that they, about, they Steve? I saw that too. It's oh, a white guy man. playing it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you seen the picture Joseph, of the dude? Uh, Finn? Hey, ain't even close. Joseph Fine. They mm-hmm. could get that Joseph. dude in Vegas right now. Sound just like oh, yeah. Michael. It, it's Talking and everything. It's supposedly a trip between Michael, Elizabeth Taylor, and Marlon Brando that they took right after uh, a road trip that they took right after 9 11. That's what the movie's that. about. Yeah. Ain't nobody finna watch that. I know. They pulled it, I think. <laughs> they pulled it. Because they had so oh, many they complaints. They had so oh, many complaints. Oh, because the kids yeah. was complaining yeah. about it. Uh-huh. Michael's kids. Yeah. You know, they're some bright kids, mm-hmm. man. Wow. Mm-hmm. I saw Paris uh, Jackson. I think she was on Rolling Stones or an article. Yeah, on the cover. She was on the cover. Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. on the cover. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was yeah. on the cover of Rolling Stones. All right, can I tell y'all one of the great things that's happened to me? What? Yeah. Tommy. Come on. Your boy is going to be on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. Yes, sir. That, <laughs> that should have been, been on my bucket list. <laughs> now, dog, that's been on my bucket list for years. When I lived in L.A. in 2005, I was trying to get on there. And and what's, what's the significance of that for you, Steve? I know it's a big magazine, but because you smoke I cigars. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Cigar Guy. Uh-huh. It's really it's the it, full huh? package, sure. I mean, oh, yeah. It's total, Tommy. It'll do total. nothing for my career. It's just something Full I've total. always wanted. Total. Something you wanted you know, to do. Uh-huh. I mean, that that for me, mm-hmm. that, that'll That's really. That's up there? That's up there? Up there with Jet back in the day? How you felt Man, about being on the cover, cover of Jet? Of Jet. Uh-huh. <laughs> on that cocktail table? Man, my mama, didn't even, my mama didn't even know nothing about my career till I got on that cover of Jet. She bought about 15 of them. Now you talking. And spread them out like a fan on the coffee table, but you weren't yes. allowed to touch them, though? Yes. No, you couldn't, like, pick up one and read it? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Them, them for show. Uh-huh. My baby Had them fanned a out on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dog, all I had done didn't mean nothing to her till I got on jet. That's right. Yes, sir. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, let's go to line five and talk to Rose out of Pennsylvania. Rose. Uh-huh. Rose? Rose? Hello. <laughs> How fresh can you be, Rose? Hi, Rose. Oh, I talked to you about a month ago. You the you the one called me a sellout? Is this no? I would never call you a sellout. Okay, I talked somebody with accident. Well, hi, Rose. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just going to tell you that I'm a part time cougar and I'm a player. Mm. Oh, you a cougar and a player? And I'm going to keep it clean. Okay, Please, well, let me Rose. ask you this first. How old of a cougar are you? 60. 60. Okay, yeah, now right. go ahead. Let's hear this here, Rose. Well, I got one 50. I got mm. one 60, and I got one 40. You got a man 50, 60, and 40? Yeah, I got three. Okay. What, what do the 60-year-old do for you that you really like? Well, he may, well, see, I don't want to talk dirty. 
Okay, well, just try to keep it clean then, Miss Rose. Yes. Unless yes. you could say stuff like he makes me feel good or something like that. Well, he makes me feel good. The 60-year-old. Yes. Yeah, see, I'm 60. That's because we have know-how. Yeah. That's called experience. I know. I love it. Yes, he doing things. He in there. He yes. got it. He got it working on all cylinders. He yes. know what to do, when to do it, how much to do. Yeah. yeah. Making me sick to my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> Are you 50? It's your old ass. Yeah, finna... yeah. So let me ask you about this 50-year-old you got. What, 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 what do you see in the 50-year-old for? Well, he takes me out and he mm-hmm. buys me stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, see, he takes you out. He got a little more energy. than the six-year-old, he don't want to go no damn well. No. See, I don't want to go no damn well. I'm Why at the house. Well, you know, because you got to put them together because all men ain't everything. Oh, okay. So I've recommended this to women in jokes before. You got to yeah. get three different men and put them together like to come up with one good man. Yeah, I so, know. Yeah, so what? So what's the 40-year-old good for? Well, he's good for that I can teach him. Oh, you mm-hmm. got somebody you can show out in front of. Yes. You must be oh, beautiful, see, Rose. Yeah, see, you. he learning. He a student, so so you get you so you got your ego taken care of, so you showing him what to do, and he eager, cause yes. he wanna learn, right? Uh, yes. yes. Uh huh. D- then the fifty year old, he still got energy. He take you places. He take you out. He got money. See, cause now he trying to show out. See, you showing out in front of forty year old. The fifty year old, he trying to show out. So he he taking. He ain't got a lot of money. He just take her out and everything. Well, she said he buys her things. Yeah, well, he got money. That's cool. You should have money at 50. Now, 60-year-old, he just up in there frying bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how you want. You want extra crispy? How you need? Yeah. What you want? You want just told you just want to curl up on the ends? How you want this? Here? Yeah. You want me to leave a little raw in the middle? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I'm just, we just talking about bacon now. I see, I just know. Yeah, I'm just I know. trying to. Nope. Yeah, see, we just talking about bacon. See, me and Miss Rose on the same page. Find out who, what celebrity she looks like. So, Miss Rose, if you had to look like a celebrity, what celebrity would you closest resemble? Uh, one of the Kardashians, Kardashians, but older, the mother. Oh, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. Oh, she's She's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah. You look like Chris Jenner. I like Chris Jenner, cool people, man. Yeah, she really is. Super cool people, man. Yeah. Well, I look younger than I. Yeah, I don't look sixty. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, but you say the mama, not Kim, though. Yeah. The mother, yes. Yeah, yeah, you finna be Kim. Not Caitlyn. <laughs> Shut up! What's wrong the with other, you? <laughs> the other mother. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't you let They got do. two mamas. I'm just asking. No, they don't. They have one mother. They got Chris and Caitlyn. Now, what did you, where I'm lying at, Carl? Kim Kardashian's father is deceased, and Kris Jenner is her the, mother. The step-mama daddy is Katie. She said, Rose said she looked like Kris Jenner. Is everyone clear? Is everyone hey. clear? Yes. Chris or Katie. Steve Harvey, get up off the floor. Off the floor. He makes me ill. <laughs> no. Rose, you always call up in here starting stuff, girl. I know. <laughs> Tommy is stupid, Rose. What?
Chrissy and Kaylin. She said Chris. Oh, God is <laughs> Well, Rose, we love hearing oh. from you. Thank you for calling, Rose. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Rose. Have a great day. <laughs> Coming up from the break, we got back-to-back jams. We'll be back at 34 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after the hour. Let's get to these back-to-back jams. Let's go cut. All right, y'all, we come back. Just time for one more thing. We'll tell you about that after the break at 48 after the hour, so don't go away. Tell them all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we got time for just one more thing. We'll figure out what that is in a minute. Uh, All right, here we go. Just one more thing, Steve. Now, while football fans anxiously await Sunday's Super Bowl showdown between the Falcons and the Patriots, it seems plenty more people are keeping their eyes on a groundhog in Pennsylvania. You know what that means. Tomorrow is Groundhog Day. This is according to Trivago. It's more expensive to get a room in Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day on tomorrow, Thursday. People fly down there for that? Up there. Yeah. Up there for that? <laughs> yes. It's more expensive. For this squirrel-looking thing? But, but li- Black people don't. Huh? Listen, listen to this, though. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Listen to this. It's more expensive to get a room in Pennsylvania in Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day than it in Houston for the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. girl. Stop. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> they got room- them rates jacked up down there. Yeah, a room in time to watch Punxsutawney Phil decide whether we're heading towards spring or staying in winter will cost you $450. A room in Houston, that'll run you about $340. Okay? Oh, squirrel. Yeah. Groundhog. I'm telling you, when I was little growing up in Chicago, this day, Groundhog Day, was one of the most important days of my life. So tomorrow is Groundhog Day the second, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Do they eat the hog after the day over? Oh, <laughs> no. It's a hog, ain't it? There's some ribs in there, ain't it? Oh, Tommy, no. Now the, Tommy, the prices no. drop. Yeah, by three hundred dollars the day after Groundhog Day. Yeah. For the rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They three forty. They're four fifty. I mean, I mean, right they're four fifty. Mm-hmm. They just 150 out there. Yeah. That's crazy, right? For a groundhog. Because it's a, it's a thing, if he sees its shadow, you get six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't, then spring will come early, something like that. So we depended a lot on that because it was so cold in Chicago and snow and all of that. It's crazy up here. It's uh-huh. crazy. It was so cold. Yeah. I mean, this imagine crazy. growing up. <laughs> you yeah, leave the Philippines. Up. I flew to Hawaii. Then to Chicago. Mm-hmm. You do the math on that. Yeah. Fur <laughs> mm-hmm. coat, shorts. Why they don't use a skunk or something instead of... A skunk? Really? Because then they won't be able to sell no room. <laughs> yes. Skunk could spray people. Yes. What? The odor, the smell. Nobody uh, uses a skunk. He's so stupid. <laughs> he really is. Well, he's I really just to get you, thought, you thought you were gone to the Philippines and things were going to change when you got back? <laughs> just a few you days that you yes. were out? I'm over in the Philippines. I ain't got on nothing. Yeah, shorts. <laughs> and you come back here. 
Where is Philippians at? I've never been there. How far is that? Oh, it's for the Philippines. It's Manila. I need a nap. He's mm. draining me. No, no, no. See, he don't drain me no more. You really? What uh-uh. happened? No, I'm ready. I got you tune it. him out? Is that what it is? Oh, hell yeah. I learned oh, okay. how to play a long time. I've been doing this for years. <laughs> oh, Same dumbass boy used to ride his bike to the store and come back home without it. Shut up. Shut well, what, up. Where was the bike? Shut what do up. you mean? Down at Steve? the store on the kickstand. He forgot. He forgot the bike? You you know how dumb you got to be? To get I, off your I, bike, I, put the kickstand down. I had a lot on my mind. I and then come out the store and walk home. <laughs> and then we sitting up there looking at his dumb ass coming up the street eating ice cream. Where is your bike, boy? Huh? Your bike. Mm-hmm. So. Come on. Oh, now he trying to run back to the store. Now we all what got to I go see? down there with him because we think somebody in the stole his bike and he don't want to tell us. I said, this boy's so stupid. <laughs> Just stupid. Got off his bike one time, mm-hmm. locked Come it on. at the playground, uh-huh. rode up to the playground, locked his bike, walked home for lunch. Couldn't remember where he left the bike. Oh, come on. My daddy found the bike that night while he was circling the neighborhood, locked up on the pole at the playground. <laughs> These are just just basic what? mistakes kids make growing up. That's all it is. I don't want to discuss that. I'm grown now. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave here and go to Positonic tomorrow and watch this damn Positonic. <laughs> you the same one. Since uh-huh. we talking about grown now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. About that old ass Maserati when I told you. Oh, Tommy, yeah, don't did. buy a Maserati in Tommy. Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. He had to bring club up the town. Owner, I bought it <laughs> Club God, owner God. told him, mm-hmm. I got a used Maserati. He picked Tommy up at the airport in it. So Tommy did. bought it. <laughs> I did. I did. That's the car he bought. He bought a car from a club owner because he picked him up in it at the airport. Wow. And you, you know how little your luggage got to be to get in the truck of a Maserati? Uh, well, that's okay <laughs> for Tommy. Uh, I bought it. Okay. Oh, well. <sighs> As we leave, tell everybody what you always say. Have a great weekend. <laughs> On this Wednesday. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. 
Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com.